It's time for the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on Newstalk 1400 DWS. Tonight's matchup is brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank, serving Champaign County since 1908. And by Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for the past 50 years to East Central Illinois. Tonight's game can also be heard live on our website at WDWS.com. And now, let's go to the field for tonight's game. Good evening from a toasty first federal field here in Champaign, Illinois. Tonight, for this first federal and Pella window Little League matchup, we have the first CU Kiwanis Little League pay playoff matchup, that is, between number three seed Wampler and number six seed Coons. How's everyone doing? Evan Kahn alongside Allie Adams. As I said, it's a it's a little hot. We've got the, the sun <laughs> shining, but it looks like the, the players are ready to go. It's playoff time, winner go home, and we, we should have a good one here tonight. It is going to be a perfect evening out here at First Federal Field as we kick off this postseason. Yeah, we've got the uh, the only, I, I guess, quarterfinal matchup here tonight. Uh, the other one going on over at, uh, oh, that says Bottenfield, Robeson. Robeson has the 1-8 matchup of Dodds and Plumbers. Then tomorrow here at Bottenfield will be First Federal and Roran Russo, as well as over at Robeson, Bacon, and Water. But as we said, this is our only game this week. Next week, Michael Kaiser and Tim Dittman will bring you the semifinals and the finals. But it looks like we're ready to go here at First Federal for the first pitch at 557. 83 degrees on the bump for Wampler to start things out will be Wilhelm Wilhelm Carduck, and he's facing off against Isaiah Allen, leadoff hitter here. He's going to shoot one to the shortstop, a two-bouncer over to first, quickly one out here in the top of the first. Nice play there by the shortstop, William Cicero. Ciciora. We're going to get some names Ciciora. here. We, we, we didn't get to run down the lineups and, and practice the names very well, but <laughs> but we're, we're working through it. Now batting will be Brandon Snyder playing third base for Coons here tonight. Looks like everybody's working quick as they, they tend to do in these Little League games. The first pitch here from Carduck to Snyder's in there for a called strike one. Always love getting the interesting facts on these guys. Snyder, his favorite team is the Cubs, but his favorite player? Jose Batista. Oh, that's a Love good it. choice. Uh, the right-handed batter shoots one the other way. It's going to get under the first baseman's glove and roll all the way to the right field wall. Rounding first, headed to second is Snyder. He's going to head for third. Here comes the relay throw. Not quite in time. Gets away from the third baseman, but Snyder sets up shop with a triple here with one out in the first. A good scoring opportunity here for Coons. Hot shot towards the first baseman. He's unable to glove it, and it rolls all the way to the fence. And, and the speedy Snyder able to make it all the way to third here. Now batting will be Josh Curcell playing center field, batting from the right side here. Runner just one base away from breaking the 0-0 tie here in the top of the first. The first pitch here to Curcell is going to be swung on and missed 0-1. Great facilities in CU Kiwanis Little League, and, and they pit, picked a, a great one here at First Federal for this quarterfinal matchup. The 0-1 pitch is swung on and missed once again by Curcell. Quickly 0-2 here to Coon center fielder. This is a facility that we know very well this season. We have been out here a couple of times, <laughs> and 
Always, always love the green monster. Yeah, this just where they have the green monster. Just a couple of times we've been out here. That one gets away from the catcher. Snyder runs towards home, but he thinks better of it and returns back to third base. One and two at the plate to Curcell. Really great crowd out here tonight. Got the PA, had some, some tunes going. Fun night out here at First Federal Field. They pull out all the stops for the playoffs, and that one's going to be fouled off. Just getting a piece there is Curcell staying alive, one and two. Let's see if we can get a quick look at the defense here for Wampler. As we said, the starting pitcher, Wilhelm Carduck, catching him is Logan Schubert, and we are only able to get the battery in as Looks like Carduck set for the one and two. Swung on and missed. Nice job there by Carduck to get the out without letting the runner advance. Now we got two away here in the first. Quickly left to right around the infield for Wampler will be Swanson at third. Sisiora at short over at second is O'Malley and the first baseman Luke Monahan now batting here for Coons will be Jacob Riley who's doing the starting pitching he takes the first one shoots it out the other way into the gap and that's going to be an RBI single Jacob Riley breaks the nothing nothing tie here in the top of the first and, and helps his own cause getting his team up one nothing Looks like Riley was just taking what the pitcher gave him. Didn't want to leave that duck just one base away from scoring. Up next will be Wyatt Brownfield playing first for Coons. He takes a first pitch called strike on the outside corner. All right-handed batters so far for Coons against the righty car duck. Out of the windup, his 0-1 bounces in the dirt, 1-1. One we can finally get to the outfield now. Left field, Sammy Kang. Center field is Garen Barker. And out in right field, Collins Roush will set up the defense for Coons when they get out there. The 1-1, one, one, that one's inside outed foul towards first base. Now 1-2. and two. Both teams only batting nine here this evening. We, we didn't get any playoff rules. Maybe that's a, a stipulation. They don't bat everyone through once they get to the playoffs. This is, this is crunch time. Teams competing for a championship. Is looks like a, a breaking ball possibly from Carduck there, but he doesn't get the bite, and that one's going to miss two and two. Riley at first after the RBI single. The 2-2 pitch misses outside. Going to run it full here. Three balls, two strikes with two away in the top of the first. Brownfield is a Rangers fan because his godfather lives in Texas. Oh, see, now we we get one of the explanations mm -hmm. for those obscure ones. There's that bender, but it's going to be grounded to the second baseman. He shuffles over to first. Paxson O'Malley shutting down Coons, but not before they get on the board. Jacob Riley helping his own cause with an RBI single. They lead one to nothing after a half. We're back for the bottom in a minute. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. <laughs> Bottom of the first, the first federal field for the first federal and Pella window store. Little League matchup in this CU Juanis Little League quarterfinal playoff matchup between Wampler and Coons. We got the jams going between innings here <laughs> for 
for the playoffs. We'll, we'll try to get a, a quick rundown of Wampler's lineup as Jacob Riley finishes his warm-up tosses. Leading off second baseman is Paxson O'Malley. Batting second, the third baseman, Luke Swanson. Batting third, playing first, Luke Monahan. Cleaning up will be the catcher, Logan Schubert. Starting pitcher, Wilhelm Carduck bats fifth. Batting sixth, playing short, William Sisiora. Sisiora. If... if William's parents are listening. I apologize. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it figured out before the end of the game. We've got we've got five and a half more innings to figure it out. <laughs> Looks like Jacob Riley's set and his first pitch to Paxson O'Malley misses out or did did catch the corner there. So no balls, one strike to O'Malley. I think you can say Sissiora's last name. You have to use your hands. There we go. You use your Sissiora. If you use your hands, isn't it easier to say? You just have to. I love it. Emphasize the syllables. I need to. Love it. I talk with my hands regularly, but you kind of forget about it when you're on the radio. Now I'm just going to talk with my hands the rest of the time. The 0-1 to the plate bounces in there, evening it up at 1-1. The 7-8-9 batters, Garen Barker, Sammy Kang, and Collins Roush. Doing the pitching is Jacob Riley. His catcher is Sathias McCary. The 1-1 on the way here to O'Malley. There's a bender that's going to miss 2-1. Pitchers. Whipping out the breaking balls here in the first. It really is playoff time when uh -huh. you see the youngsters breaking out the breaking balls. There's an inside out of one, two. The second baseman is going to go right under his glove into right field for a single. But right fielder out there quickly getting it back in is Gabe Schaub. So a leadoff single here for Wampler has them threatening with nobody out. Number Up next, Luke Swanson three. playing third Luke base. Swanson. Swanson bats from the right side against the right-hander Riley. Swung on and missed first pitch, 0-1. Luke Swanson has not only the red shirts that Wampler's wearing, but he has the cool black and red batting helmet that matches. The 0-1 on the way misses outside, 1-1. One one. Yeah, the kids are, are very stylish nowadays, especially on the ball field. We see all kinds of colorful helmets and, and gloves and cleats, and the 1-1s. One Back to the screen, one and two. Yeah, we didn't get to go over the uniforms. Wampler wearing the red with the gray and white camo sleeves. And Coons out there with the, the American colors with the navy blue tops and the red, gray, and white camo sleeves. The one, two on the way to Swanson's going to miss high. Two and two. Mailey dancing at first base. I haven't seen any steals. Of course, there was a, the triple in the first inning, so kind of tough to steal on that. <laughs> but O'Malley staying put at first as this one's fouled off out of play towards the right side. We'll try it again at 2-2. Two and two. Whenever you hear foul balls here, we always joke about not hearing car alarms go off. Yeah, that one not quite far enough <laughs> for the cars. And quick peek around, it looks like most people thought about it and they didn't po park close enough to get hit by a foul ball here tonight no and usually usually you do you have a lot of brave people but not not tonight the weather's nicer they can walk a little further <laughs> to their cars the 2-2 pitch misses outside gonna run it full here to Swanson O'Malley at first after the leadoff single full count here to Swanson Riley's pitch fastball swung on and missed it got a piece of it to Johnson, but able to squeeze it was McCary, so nice strikeout by Riley there to get the first Number out eight, here in the first. Luke Monahan. 
Here comes Luke Monahan playing first base for Wampler. Still a runner at first with one away here in the bottom of the first. There's a chopper to the shortstop. He stays down on it, but he's not going to have a play at first. Really big hop. That one chopped about three feet in front of the plate and then went about 30 feet high. Not much of a play out there at Logan short Schubert. for J.D. Schladden. Either at first and second with one away for Logan Schubert. Big spot for the cleanup hitter here in the bottom of the first. Another right-handed batter facing Riley. He's going to swing and miss at the first pitch, 0-1. Schubert has the yellow bat. Yellow bat, solid red color helmet. Uh, I guess he's got a little black on the brim. That one's going to miss outside, one and one. Riley working quick. He's out of the stretch for the one-one. There's one off the end of the bat, and it's going to get by the third baseman into left field. Rounding third, heading home is O'Malley. His throw is up the line. Over to third goes Monahan. first to third on the RBI single by Logan Schubert. Wampler ties it up here in the first. Coons lead short-lived. They still got runners on the corners with only one out. Here comes the starting pitcher, Wilhelm Carduck. Right-handed batter stepping in. First pitch to him in there for a called strike, taking off for second, and he'll get it without a throw is Schubert. Catcher doesn't want to risk the double steal with Monahan coming home. So two are in scoring position. One away, the 0-1 to Carduck misses high, one and one. Hot summer, at, well, I guess it's still spring. Summer is coming Friday, yeah, but we'll call it summer. Uh, ball outside 2 and one but with that hot air, might see quite a bit of offense here tonight. <laughs> As they say, the ball will probably fly in this hot weather. That is very true. The 2-1 on the way to Carduck. It looks like it's in there, and it's called strike two, two and two. Definitely feels like a baseball summer night. We've had a little bit of it all this season. We joked about how we had some fall postseason about what second game we did. <laughs> yes. The 2-2 here to Carduck. There's an off-speed pitch swung on and missed for the second out. Riley relying on the K here well, in the first, keeping those runners Williams at score. bay. Up next, uh, I heard a different pronunciation Sikora. there. Yep. It, okay. Sikora, yep. Sakura. that's so much even easier to say. So we'll go with William Sakura here. The shortstop comes to bat. Runners on second and third with two away. He takes a fastball strike on the outside corner. Sakura. Sakura. Those vowels sometimes become unnecessary. There's a bouncer to the shortstop. He's going to field and throw without the crow hop. Strong throw gets him. Nice play there the by the Schladney to get out of it. But Wampler evens it up. 1-1 one, one after 1. We're back for the second after a minute. This is the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Second inning here in the CU Kiwanis <laughs> Little League playoff matchup in the first federal Pella Window Store Little League games here on DWS. The six, seven, eight hitters do up here for Coons after they surrendered a run in the bottom half of the inning. They got one 
of their own in the top half. So we're tied at one here headed into the second inning. Sathias McCary, Gabe Schaub, and J.D. Schladney do up if anybody reaches David Hooper. And, and both pitchers early on, they're throwing strikes. We haven't seen any walks here through one inning. The guys are, are swinging the bats, and, and they're finding some holes. And they're getting on base. We've seen both teams get on base very well this evening. And also have seen, again, defense hold them to one run each. Play very fundamentally sound de uh, defense and, and baseball here in CU Qantas Little League. Uh, tip of the hat to the coaches. Been seeing a lot of good play on both sides of the ball all year long. Wilhelm Carduck will come out for his second inning. He only allowed the RBI single or, or two two hits, I, I, excuse me, in the first. He was able to get a strikeout. See what he can do against McCary here as he finishes up his warm-up tosses. Another right-handed batter. Looks like he's got a, a Michigan State helmet, the green and white with a Spartan on the front. Probably something to do with uh, another summer baseball team that he plays. The Could first be. pitch to him is swung on and missed. 0-1 from Carduck to McCary. He actually, for uh, McCary, he says that his one of his favorite college teams is Michigan State, and he likes the Spartans because they're all about green and winning. Yeah, he got it off the end of the bat foul there, 0-2. Makes sense for, for the Spartan helmet. and Likes green, and you said all about winning. Uh-huh. Yeah, they do quite a bit of that up in That's East Lansing. very true. Very true. Also, he's uh, a big jazz aficionado. Uh-huh. And writing, writing stand-up comedy. I'm a fan of the jazz. I can't do any comedy, so we'll see if we can get Sathias on the mic after the game. The 0-2 pitch to him <laughs> misses outside. He's got a 1-2 count now. I don't know. I, I have a desk by you. You're pretty funny. Yeah, stand-up comedy and being funny are two <laughs> completely different things. We got a 1-2 here to the catcher. He's going to send that one high out of play. We'll try it again at 1-2. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out, the marveling Mrs. Mabel. That's I I have heard that that's amazing. I enjoyed uh, Gilmore Girls back in the day, and it's I believe the same producers, creators, and writers. So I I'm assuming I would like it already. I didn't know that. So you learn something new every day. The one two again to McCary. That one's going to miss outside. We'll try it at two and two. So we got. Two pitchers who have different deliveries. Uh, Carduck has thrown completely out of the windup here. Runners on base, runners not on base. And then Riley was primarily out of the stretch when he threw in the first. McCary's going to watch that one miss outside. So he's got a full count now. Three balls, two strikes here to lead off the top of the second. Carduck from the windup. Here's his pitch. There's a bender swung on and missed the... Both pitchers early on getting some swings and misses with their off-speed pitches. We got one down here in the top of the second. Up next, Gabe Schaub. Number four, Gabe Schaub. No, no. Second strikeout of the evening for Carduck, another right-handed batter. The big swinging Gabe Schaub. And if I remember right, and lucky for me, I, I brought my scorecard from when we did a Coons game earlier <laughs> this year. I, I believe that Schaub smoked one off the corner of the right mm -hmm. right field green monster that was inches away from being the longest home run we've seen here at this field. He's got a 1-1 count. Here comes the pitch, and it's going to miss high 2-1. and one. 
I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> and while you're there, doing, it is. You found it. He's right. It was a double. That one misses high for a ball, so he's got a hitter's count here, three and one. Looking to do some damage with one out in the top of the second. Nobody on base for Coons here. Carduck's pitch. There's the bender. He's going to get a swing and a miss on that one. Runs it full. Gabe is both a Cubs and a Cardinals fan. He's Why got a, must have a divided family. He's going to swing and miss at the full count offering from Carduck. So back-to-back -back strikeouts here in the second. We've got two away with J.D. Schladney coming up. Sometimes that, that happens with sports. I was raised in a part Packers, part Bears household. At, uh, what, what's the movie where he says at, at some point we're, we're told we have to choose? So I guess he hasn't been told that yet. That one misses <laughs> low to Schladney. Oh, it is a called strike, actually. So no balls, one strike here to the shortstop for Coons. His next pitch to him misses high. One and one. One, one, our score here in the CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup between the three and the six seed. There's a one ball, two strikes to Schladney, who had a nice play to end the bottom of the first. Next pitch on the way to him. There's a fastball going to bounce in the dirt, two and two. This is actually going to be J.D.'s last season here in Champaign. His family is moving to Tennessee. Tennessee. Very it's a, nice. It's a nice place to live, so best of luck to the Schladneys on their move. He's going to watch a ball go outside, so Kurdock, or Carduck excuse me, is run it full to all three batters here in the first. He got the first two to go down swinging. We'll see what he does here with the payoff. Three balls, two strikes. Two outs and the pitch. That one bounces in the dirt. So there's the first walk issued by Carduck here this evening. The two out walk put Schladney at now first for David Hooper. David Hooper. All right-handed hitters out of Coons the first time through. We've got uh, two or three guys that may see some time later that are on the bench right now. First pitch to Hooper misses out, or is called strike one on the outside corner. Hooper playing left field here to start things out for Coons. Uh, 0-1 is swung on and missed. Now 0-2 to Hooper. I believe last game we were talking about the lack of uh, left-handed left batters that we've seen. A lot of lefty pitchers or batters. That one misses just barely outside to Hooper. So one ball, two strikes to Coons left fielder. Schladney not very aggressive over there at first, looking to get in scoring position. There's a swing and a miss by Hooper. Carduck works around the two-out walk. Still tied at one, headed to the bottom of the second. You're listening to the first Federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Bottom of the second here at first, Federal Field knotted up at one between Coons and Wampler in this CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup. Up this inning will be Garen Barker, Sammy Kang, and Collins Roush. If anybody reaches, we'll go back to the top of the order with Paxson O'Malley. Jacob Riley allowed three hits in the first, but was able to get a couple swings and misses and keep the runners from advancing, so... 
able to work around all those hits and keep it knotted at one. We'll see what he can do against the bottom three of the order here in the second. Looks like Barker is ready to go. Playing center field here in the early going. Another right-handed batter. This one for, Coon or for Wampler, excuse me, as Barker steps in against the right-hander Riley. As I mentioned, out of the stretch is Riley. He's going to get a swing and miss at the first pitch, 0-1. No wasted time, no wasted motion out of Riley. Is 0-1 inside out of the land foul down the right field line. 0-2 quickly here to Barker. Barker also used the yellow bat, but now that I think about it, I will borrow from teammate. Yeah, they, they tend to find the one that's got a lot of pop and then everybody uses it. He's going to inside out that one to the second baseman. He heaves over to first to get the out. Isaiah Allen making the play right in front of him for the first out. Next up, Sammy Kang playing left field. Batting from the right side as well. Looks like he is using the same bat that Sammy just used. So somebody has hit a home run with the <laughs> yellow bat for Wampler this year, and they've all decided that's the one. Kang's going to take one in there for a called strike, 0-1. Next one on the way just misses outside, 1-1. One one. We can't really see it uh, where we're positioned, but I notice on that one, uh, McCary trying to frame it. Catcher for Coons, and he gets the frame on that one. One ball, two strikes here to Kang. Good skill to have. Skill you need as a catcher. Start working on it young. You're really mm -hmm. good at it by the time you get old. The one, two to Kang's gonna miss outside now, two and two. Wampler's leadoff hitter reached in the first, came around to score. That's how they got their one run. Another ground ball to Isaiah Allen. He's got a range to his left. He's able to corral it and throw to first in time for the second out. Little slow roller to Allen's left, just barely able to get over there in time to knock it down and gets the throw to his first baseman, Brownfield. So... Two, four, three put outs, and we got two away here in the bottom of the second. Collins Roush up to for his first at bat. Playing right field, he'll take a ball high. Different bat now, so maybe <laughs> maybe this one's Roush's. He's going to watch that one go high as well. Two balls, no strikes to Wampler's right fielder. Go back to the top with O'Malley after this one, but there are two outs. Riley's 2-0, misses inside, so now 3-0. Last inning, we saw Carduck walk a batter with two outs. Hopefully Riley doesn't do the same, but he will. He's going to walk Roush on four straight pitches here and takes Wampler back to the top of their order with Paxson. Excuse me, O'Malley. Led off for his team with a single last inning. He's going to take first pitch in there for a called strike. Eventually came around to score that tying run. Wampler in that first inning did do some damage at the top of their order. Next one swung on, fouled straight back to the screen. Quick 0-2 here to O'Malley. Yeah, three of the first four reached via a hit in the first inning. O'Malley hoping to move Roush or, or maybe bring him in here. 
With two outs in the bottom of the second, the 0-2 on the way is going to miss high and outside, one and two. Roush not very aggressive either with two outs over there at first. One, two here from Riley is going to miss outside. Two balls, two strikes. Twampler, second baseman. Little bat waggle, and here's the pitch from Riley. He's going to chop it foul at the plate. We'll try it again. Sun beginning to set here at first federal. Or I guess uh, it turned around, and there's just one. Little Cloud blocking it, and we thank you, Little Cloud. That one's going to miss high. So now three balls, two strikes, two outs here to Wampler's leadoff hitter. I feel like this is the first one we've done where there isn't any wind. There's practically no breeze. You can't say that too often in Illinois. Here's no. the full count pitch, and he's going to miss outside. So O'Malley able to work the 0-2 to 4-2 walk here. They're at first and second with two away. Now Luke Swanson batting. Get a time and a, a visit from the catcher, McCary, with his pitcher, Riley. Against our 21st year of doing CU Little League on DWS. Always a good time. Always glad to be out. Especially postseason time because it does feel like good baseball summer night weather. Yeah, it's hard to believe that we're final or not finally, but we're already in the playoffs here. Yeah. Just the third week of June. That one, first pitch to Swanson's in there for a called strike 0-1. Went by fast. Always does. <laughs> Major League Baseball next week. They're going to reach the midway point as well. True. That one fouled straight back to the screen. So Riley's gotten two straight hitters to 0-2. Going to try to put Swanson away here with two on and two out in the second. Slightly open stance from Swanson. Riley's 0-2 just outside for a ball one and two. Swanson struck out in the first. Got a runner in scoring position for this at batty. Inside outs that one to right field, but camping under it and making the catch is Gabe Schaub. Nice job, puts it away, ends the threat. They leave two on base, but get none. We'll be back for the third tight at one. You're listening to the first Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Top of the third here at First Federal, tied at one between Wampler and Coons in this 6-3 matchup for CU Kiwanis Little League playoffs. Still pitching for Coons, or for Wampler, excuse me, against Coons is the starter Wilhelm Carduck, who allowed a run in the first, but since then has been nails, four strikeouts against a walk and a hit. He did allow that one run in the first. We'll see what he does against the top of the order in this inning. Isaiah Allen, Brandon Snyder, Josh Curcell, if anybody reaches the pitcher, Jacob Riley will bat. Isaiah Allen, leadoff hitter, first up here, grounded out to the shortstop his first time up. Actually made a pair of plays in the field last inning, both in front of him and to his left. Seen sound defense from both sides here in the early going. We're trying to get some substitutions situated here as everybody's got to play, and this is about the time we start getting those subs in here, so we're trying to get those sorted out. But looks like Isaiah Allen's ready to bat, and, and Carduck is ready to pitch, but 
we got some things to sort out here at First Federal Field. As I mentioned, Carduck, four strikeouts here through only two innings, and, and the lone walk with two outs last inning wasn't much of a threat. We'll see if he can keep pounding the strikes in here. Going to be tougher against the top of the order and probably getting up there in his pitch count here in the third inning. Sounds like we've got the defensive subs all figured out. We're ready to go here. Isaiah Allen stepping to the plate alley. You got, you got everything? Yep, for Coons, it looks like Samara uh, McCarthy is going to be going in uh, for Gabe Schaub. Uh, Brady Craig is going in for JD, and Tate Sauer is going in for David Hopper. All right. We'll get those sorted out when, when they come to bat. Allen fouls the first one off out of play, so 0-1 here to the second baseman, Carduck. Working back out of the windup, his 0-1 misses outside, 1-1. One one. So, MacArthur in the 7th spot, Craig in the 8th spot, and Sauer in the 9th spot when they come to bat. And it looks like Allen turns on that one and shoots a single into left field. Got an inside fastball and just turned on it there. So a leadoff single here has Coons in business. Next up, Brandon Snyder, who whacked a triple his first time up and came around to score a Coons lone run so far here tonight. Solid single there from Allen. Righty to righty. Out of the windup here is Carduck's pitch. The dirt holding at first is Allen, 1-0. Snyder playing third base on defense. Haven't seen him make a play quite yet. That one's going to miss outside for ball two, taking off for second, and Allen will get it without a throw. Coons was... Able to score a run with the top of the order in the first, and, and the very top of the order is on this one, and Carduck misses outside once again, and Allen's going to scamper on over to third. So he's just one station away with nobody out, and Snyder's looking at a 3-0 count, excuse me here, see if he's got the green light. Carduck's pitch goes to the breaking ball and he feels comfortable enough with it that he throws it for a strike. So three balls, one strike. We've seen both teams be very aggressive on the base pads tonight. And that 3-1's going to miss outside for a ball. So Cardick gets the double play back in order, but he's got two on with nobody out here for the number three hitter, Josh Kersell, who did go on strikes his first time up against Carduck. Ducks are on the pond in this 1-1 game at the top of the third. First pitch here to Kersell misses low, and Snyder's going to bluff a move and get back to first. Imagine we'll see a move here. Mm -hmm. Catcher watching the guys at first and third very carefully. Snyder over at first, Allen at third, Cursell at the plate, Cardix pitch is going to miss low for a ball, and there goes Snyder. Catcher couldn't find the ball, so he gets over to second without a throw, and time is called on the field. Not sure if Coach ha had some first and third steal defense on there that 
the defense didn't quite get. So we're going to visit at the mound. Two balls, no strikes here to Cursell. Tied at one. Coons the sixth seed, but threatening here in the top of the third against the number three seed Wampler. Boy, we're even covering the mouth with the hat. It's it, They mean business here in CU Kiwanis Little League playoff time. Yep, notice that the catcher had the glove up. They're, they're not going to give away any secrets. Very tight-lipped here. Two balls, no strikes. They're all set as Carduck retakes the rubber. Still pitching out of the windup. Here's his 2-0 pitch. There's that bender again, but this one's going to miss. Three balls, no strikes. Perrin scoring position here, the 3-0 pitch. He's going to send a single into right field. Rounding third, heading home is Snyder. The throw, the tag, and he is out. One run scores, but what a play out there in right field. I believe that's Collins Roush. A solid throw, didn't even need the cutoff man right to the catcher. So they get the first out, but Coons retakes the lead 2-1. Number three, Jacob Riley. believe uh, Snyder might have got a late jump, thought that one might have been caught out in right field, but it was able to get down, and the aggressive sin from the third base coach doesn't pay off. They do get the lead, though, here with Jacob Riley coming to bat, and Cursell was able to move up into scoring position. He's going to send a high fly ball to center field, and it lands in no man's land for a single. Once again, Cursell holding up to make sure that one drops so he only gets to third. So they're on the corners again with one out. That was that second hit in that same spot. Not quite center field, but where you had the second baseman going. Past couple of hitters have liked that spot. Here comes Wyatt Brownfield, who ended the first with a 4-3 ground out. He's got a pair on base. First pitch taken off for second is Jacob Riley. The catcher bluffs the throw, seeing if he can get the guy at third to jump off, but he does not. So two more in scoring position here for Coons in the top of the third. The 1-0 pitch ducking out of the way there was Brownfield. 2-0 now. Crowd has gotten more full here tonight. Crunch time, big game here at first federal field. The ball bounces over the catcher's head off the backstop and into score comes Cursell. Hard backstop and good heads up base running there by Cursell gives Coons an insurance run. They're now up three to one. Ball bounced in the dirt, straight back to the backstop and then bounced back over the catcher's head all the way back in front of home plate. Catcher Logan Sherbert's been very busy tonight behind the plate. Yes, he has, and Riley made it to third as well on that wild pitch. So he's only one base away from scoring. The 2-1 here from Brownfield. Chopper to the second baseman. First baseman's going to field throw home, but he doesn't have a play. So another run scores. Jacob Riley making it 4-1 as Brownfield will make it to second on the play, and we've got another time and another visit at the mound. Now batting, Sky 
Three runs here in the inning for Coons, breaking the 1-1 tie, and we're going to get a pitching change with one out in the top of the third. Coons leads Wampler 4-1. You're listening to the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. New pitcher for Wampler is William Sikora, who is on the mound and finally has a correct name here in this first Federal <laughs> Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. CU Kiwanis Little League playoff action here between the six and the three seed. Coons has hung three on the board in this inning to give them a three-run lead with Sathias McCary coming up against Sakura. The starter, Wilhelm Carduck, goes two and a third. He shifts over to first here for Sakura. There's a ground ball to the third baseman. He'll field and throw to first in time for the second out and advancing on the throw is Brownfield to third. So two outs now in the top of the third. Here comes uh, a bench player coming in for Gabe Schaub. That will be Samara MacArthur. First one swung on and missed by MacArthur, 0-1. Working quick out of the stretches, Sikora. He gets the second one in there for a called strike. So no balls, two strikes here to MacArthur, her first at-bat of the game. The 0-2 pitch in there, right down the middle for a called strike three. So Sakura comes in and gets out of it, but not before Coons plates three. They lead four to one in the middle of the third. We'll be back for the bottom half in a minute. You're listening to the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Wampler playing catch-up once again here tonight in this first Federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup as they come of the third, trailing 4-1. to one. They've got the guys up that they want, 3-4-5. Luke Monahan, Logan Schubert, and Wilhelm Carduck do up this inning. McCoon's last inning, top of the order getting it done. The first five reached, and three of them able to come around to score if it wasn't for a great defensive play in right field by Roush. They might have scored four and even more. First pitch here to Monahan's grounded to the second baseman. He'll throw to first one pitch, one out here in the bottom of the third. Sun's going down. Bugs starting to come <laughs> out here at first federal. If you Last time they liked me. This week they like you. Yeah, she she had a little bit of a, a spill last week that attracted the bugs. I think the beautiful weather is bringing them out this time around. Here to bat now is Logan Schuber to manage an RBI single in the first, and he's going to foul the first pitch out of play to the left side. I'm glad I didn't park over there this time. That one almost <laughs> took out a car. 0-1 from Riley to Schubert's bounce right back up the middle off the pitcher's glove. He's going to scramble but not able to make a play. One out single there for Schubert and he's two for two. Here comes the starting pitcher now first baseman Wilhelm Carduck who struck out his first time up. He's got a runner at first with one away here this time. 
open stance, right-handed batter. There's a bender from Riley in there, or swung on and missed, excuse me, by Carduck, 0-1. Next pitch from Riley is going to miss outside, 1-1. One one. Doesn't look like Schubert's too interested in stealing second unless the ball were to get past the catcher. There's a strike right over the plate to Carduck. One ball, two strikes. Get time at the plate. I think Carduck might have bonked his shin there with the bat. He's ready to go now. One ball, two strikes here. And the pitch is going to miss just outside. As Schubert stares down the catcher, McCary, trying to tempt him to throw down to first. Everybody stays put. Here's the next one on the way. Sent high and out of play by Carduck. Nice job battling here. We'll try it again at 2-2 two and two here in the bottom of the third. Carduck getting a couple of good hacks here at this at-bat. He's found some fastballs. Had a little trouble with the breaking ball. And there it goes. Riley trying to spin the breaking ball. Doesn't get the bite on that one. So now it's full here. Three balls, two strikes. That will see Schubert moving on this one. Riley set. Here's his pitch. Fastball right at the knees. Beautifully painted strike three by Riley. Two out here in the bottom of the third. Riley really hasn't relied on the strikeout, only his third through three innings here. Just relied on, on good strikes and his defense making the plays behind him. He's got two outs with a three-run lead here up to bat is Sikora, who's now doing the pitching. He's going to foul that one off, one and one now. Sikora has a nice matching blue batting helmet and cleats. And pants with the pinstripe yeah, got on the side. Blue all the way around. Looks real nice with the red unis. That one going to miss the outside corner. Two balls, one strike here to Sakura. Start at short base. Or short base. That's that's not even a thing. I'm making up words <laughs> out here tonight. Short stop. Now he's pitching. There's a dribbler to the third baseman. He's going to field and throw. Strong throw by Snyder there to get him out of it. A one-out single doesn't come around to score, and Coons leads by three after three. We're back for the fourth in a minute. You're listening to the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. to the second half of this ball game out at First Federal Field. Top of the fourth in this CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup of First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League games here on DWS. Sakura out for, I, I guess you could call it his second inning of work. He was able to get the last two batters in the third as he comes back out for the fourth, facing the 8-9-1. and one. Brady Craig, Tate Sauer, then back to the top, Isaiah Allen. If anybody were to reach, we'll see Brandon Snyder come. Strong arm on defense over at third. Made a couple of nice plays the last couple of innings. Brady Craig coming to bat here for the first time. He replaced J.D. Schladney earlier on in the game. Uh, last inning, actually. 
Another right-handed hitter, slightly close stance from Craig against Sakura, and he's gonna watch one sail high here. One ball, no strikes. Coons took the lead last inning by scoring three on four hits off the starter, Carduck. Gonna try to extend that lead a little more here as we get into the later part of the game. Three balls, no strikes here to Craig start off this inning. Patient eye up there at the plate. Sakura's 3-0 right down the middle for a called strike. Three balls, one strike. Right now we do have Austin Long out in right field for Wampler. And there's a leadoff walk to get things going here in the fourth to Craig. Here comes Tate Sauer for his first at bat replaced David Hooper last inning. Batting from the right side, takes a called strike on the outside corner. Now batting, Tate Sauer. Tate's favorite position is relief pitcher, so we may see him later. Loves coming in and cleaning up the, the dirty work. That one's fouled off the screen. Now 0-2 here to Sauer. You don't hear that. You, everybody uh, everybody is, is a very broad term, but, but pitchers like to start usually. You don't hear too many guys want to be the relief pitcher. He's battling at the plate, fouling that one off the screen again, 0-2. I did see uh, someone wearing a T-shirt today that said relief pitchers are people too. So, you know, some more respect for the bullpen guys. Yeah, they don't look at the bullpen the same as they did even five, ten years ago. Big part of every team because – Starters don't go nine. Not anymore. Pitch counts are extremely important. One ball, two strike pitch in there for a called strike three. So Sakura able to get the strike out for the first out here in the fourth, keeping Craig put at first. But we go back to the top of the order with Isaiah Allen, who's one for two on the evening. He let off last inning with Nobody. a single, then Isaiah came around Allen. to score. Isaiah's going to be a big brother for the first time this September. That's exciting. That is exciting. First pitch to him. There's a shot in the left center. It's going to get down for a hit. Will they advance? They are rounding second, heading the third in there safely. And just in time into second is Isaiah Allen. He's two for three now with that double. And Coons has two in scoring position with one out for their big two hitter, Brandon Snyder. Last inning, it was the heart of the order that again did damage. Yeah, and Sakura's looking at a little bit of trouble here. Second and third, one out. And a confused swing by Snyder there. Looks like he himself didn't want to swing at it, but he did. So it's 0-1 here to Kuhn's third baseman. One for one with a walk and a triple. That one goes behind him, but he's able to get out of the way. Snyder was... Actually, the one cut down at the plate last inning trying to score, I believe that was on Josh Cressel's single. He's going to foul that one at the plate off the catcher. One ball, two strikes now to Snyder. Scored his leadoff walk. Those tend to come back and bite you unless you can get some swings and misses. He did get a strikeout the He's got a 1-2 count. He gets a cold strike three to Snyder. 
big second out for Sakura and Wampler there here in the top of the fourth. Next up, Josh Crisell. As I said, RBI single last inning as well as a run in that three-run third for Coons. He's going to chop one right at the plate. The Sakura over to field it, but he doesn't have a play anywhere. Coming in to score is Craig. Over to third goes Allen. There's an RBI infield single for Josh Cursell. This was the part of the order again that did that damage last inning. 5-1 our score here in this CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup. Coon's not done yet, though. Here comes Jacob Riley, who's two for two here tonight. He's got an RBI single already on the ledger. First pitch to him. He wails on that one right down the left field line. Foul. He saw a pitch on the inside corner that he was ready for, and he turned on it, but just a little too early as that landed about three feet foul of the left field chalk line. Purcell stands at First over at third is Allen. Next pitch right in there for a called strike. Throw down to second is out. Great, great throw there by the catcher. I believe that's Logan Schubert. Uh, hesitant was Cursell on the steal. Strong throw gets him. Not before Coons scores another insurance run. 5-1 through 3.5. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Wampler's got their work cut out for them. We're in the final three at-bats for them here in this first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. It's kind of tough to think right now with this loud music, but up to bat here <laughs> will be Barker, Kang, and Roush. Still pitching is Jacob Riley, who allowed the first batter to reach and then score back in the first, and since then has Held Wampler pretty quiet with the bats as the first one's going to be swung on and fouled out of play by Barker 0-1. Thankfully again, missing a car. Had some close calls tonight. Yeah, the people were <laughs> people were scrambling on that one. We don't want to hit any of the patrons nope. out here at First Federal Field either. The 0-1 pitch is going to be fouled off again. Same direction, closer Same to a car, spot. and it gets it. Oh, yeah, right off the windshield. That's why we pay for insurance, folks. Looks like the car is okay. We've got an 0-2 count here at the plate. Allie is distraught. Riley's pitch is going to be bounced right back to him. He's going to field and flip to first for the first out. Oh. That's that. That's cold. That's cold, man. <laughs> and someone's moving their car. <laughs> <laughs> the cars are on the move. We've got one down here in the bottom of the fourth. Next up is Sammy Kang. Oh, oh, we're gonna do some walk-up music with a little Post Malone oh, in the bottom of the fourth. Kang takes one outside for a ball one and oh. He grounded out to the sh second baseman. His first time up back in the second. I like some Post Malone. Post Malone is one a lot of people, I, th I think, can agree on. And yeah. Kang's going to swing and miss that high fastball, evening it up at one and one. 
Riley quickly into the stretch and the pitch. Swing and a miss by Kang on that one. One ball, two strikes here to Wampler's left fielder trying to come back. Trailing by four here in the fourth. There's a curveball swung on and missed by Kang. Riley's got two quick outs here in the fourth. As I mentioned, Riley's been efficient, but still through four innings, you probably use quite a few pitches. And we've got our first left-handed batter of the game and Ashton Long stepping up, subbing in for Collins Rao. She's gonna foul the first one straight back to the screen, 0-1. So Long getting some action for the left-handed hitters here tonight. That one's called strike two on the outside corner. No balls, two strikes, two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Wampler, the three seed, trails Coons, the six seed, five to one. Just missing with that one on the 0-2 was Riley. So one and two now to Long. Long has a special unbreakable glasses. Need the rec specs when you're playing tough sports. Mm -hmm. Swing and miss by Long on that one. Riley's through four with a four-run lead. We'll come back for the fifth here. You're listening to the first Federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Doing a little boogie in here at First Federal as we head to the top of the fifth. Coons leading Wampler 5-1 in the CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup. The sixth seed over the three seed as we're getting late here in this one. Jacob Riley will come to restart his at-bat. He was up to bat in the top of the fourth when, when Josh Cursell was cut down trying to steal second base. So we'll see Riley, Brownfield, and McCary against Sakura in this one. First pitch line right back up the middle for a single. Riley jumped on the first pitch last inning as well. And he was looking to do the same there. He finds some grass on that one. Lead off single for Coons here as they try to extend their lead in the fifth. Here comes Wyatt Brownfield for his third at bat. Got a few subs, we'll get to those in a second. First pitch to Brownfield in there for a called strike, 0-1. Oh for Coons, Gabe is back in as well as JD. That's easy enough, ooh. Looks like a two-seamer there. Started on the inside corner and then cut back into Brownfield. Had a little bit of a silly swing, and now it's one and two here to Coons' first baseman. Sakura's next pitch is a bender. Just seeing the full arsenal here in the later innings from Sakura. That one misses, though. So two balls, two strikes with Riley standing at first. Here comes the next pitch. That one just barely misses at as well. Brownfield running it full now, three balls, two strikes. As his teammates cheer him on from the bench, he's gonna get a swing and miss at a high fastball there for the first out here in the fifth. Much needed for Sakura there as Riley stays put at first. Here comes Sathias McCary. He has an awesome fact. He was born October 27, 2006, the day the Cardinals won the World Series. I had a feeling when I heard the 06 that it was Cardinals related. Is not coincidentally, he takes a called strike at the same time. So no balls, one strike here to McCary. 0 for 2. 
Walker tonight. He's going to shoot that one high to center field. Not able to make the play, and it drops rounding second, rounding third, and headed home is Riley. He's going to score as McCary sets up shop at second. A one-out RBI double for McCary, and Coons just padding their lead now 6-1. to one. Big hit for McCary there. He was due with the 0 for 2 night. Driving in Riley, who scores his second run here this evening. Coons just stretching out that lead now. Up five with one out here in the fifth. Big swing and a miss by Gabe Schaub, who has re-entered the game here. He struck out in his first at-bat back in the second. The 0-1 pitch to him. Swung on and missed again. Sakura not messing around now. No balls, two strikes with McCary standing out at second. Out of the stretch, here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, three pitches, three strikes, and a second out here in the top of the fifth. Sakura really relying on that strikeout here, and he's, he's getting them. That's already his fifth in just in, uh, what is that? Inning in two thirds. Yep. So, what is that? All of his, all except for one of his outs, have come via the punch out, and he's going to get a called strike here. To is this Schladney or Craig? Swing and a miss. Craig. Craig stayed yep. in the game. Uh, Hooper was the one who re-entered. So Craig reached on a walk actually last inning and scored a run. He's got an 0-2 count note now with two outs and he. Takes a called. No, that was a ball high. And stealing third is McCary. Things got a little confusing there for a moment. But it's one ball, two strikes at the plate. McCary now only one base away from adding to Coon's lead here. The one-two pitch to Craig. Missed outside now two and two. Sun really setting now here at first federal. Swing and miss, strike three. So Socorro gets that strikeout once again, but Coons just keeps adding to their lead. They're up six to one now through four and a half. We'll come back for Wamplers at bat here in a minute on the first federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Jacob Riley's day is done, but not before he throws four masterful innings here for Coons against Wampler. He gave his team a shot with a 6-1 lead here in the bottom of fifth. Taking over on the bump now is Josh Kersell, right-handed pitcher for Coons. He's got his work cut out for him. Top of the order, Paxson O'Malley, Luke Swanson, and Luke Monahan do up. O'Malley scored the lone run for Wampler all the way back in the first after singling. Since then, Riley really had a lock on the Wampler offense, but as I started to talk about last inning but didn't get to finish, I had a feeling that Riley was reaching his pitch count. We don't see too many guys go into the fourth inning, but because he was efficient, he was able to get through four, set his team up in good position with Purcell coming in here trying to lock it down. He's ready with his warm-up tosses. Now here comes Paxson O'Malley to bat for the third time. Would you see Jacob Riley going to first 
Also, Tate Sauer's going to be playing left field. First one, Paxson O'Malley bluffs a bunt. I don't think he was thinking about bunting. The ball misses outside. And also Wyatt Brownfield will be playing third. O'Malley doing the same thing, the bunt waggle, trying to get in the pitcher's head, looks like. So he's got two balls, no strikes here in the bottom of the fifth. Wampler trying to do whatever they can to get back in this one as they trail by five. Purcell's going to miss low with that one. Three balls, no strikes. It will get a time and a visit from the catcher, McCary, who's done a nice job with his pitchers here tonight. Trying to get a final tally here for Jacob Riley. Get to that here a little later on this inning, but... Grissel having a little trouble here with the first batter, just getting locked in after coming out of the field. Three balls, no strikes here to O'Malley, who's one for one with a walk. He takes one right in there for a called strike. Strike. Next pitch in there for a called strike as well. Three balls, two strikes. Grissel trying to work back from 3-0. Got O'Malley on the ropes here, full count. Three balls, two strikes out of the stretch. Here's the pitch, he's gonna miss outside. Lead off walk in the fifth for Wampler. See if they can take advantage of it with Luke Swanson up. Hit a high fly ball to right field that was caught his last time up. First pitch misses outside for a ball. O'Malley looking like he's ready to steal any second. Yeah, get down to crunch time. Might start taking a few more chances on the bases. Will Wampler, the next one from Cursell, also misses just outside. Two balls, no strikes. Cursell comes set and his pitch. There's a curveball in there for a called strike, two and one. Oh, did Andy. Looks like Cursell picks off the runner at first. Was that Cursell or McCary? That was that was Cursell. So, I, I look I look down at my score <laughs> sheet and it happens that fast in baseball. I believe McCary threw the ball back to his pitcher and O'Malley's over there dancing around and he's going to get picked off. Oh, so we've got one out here in the top of the fifth. Bottom of the fifth, excuse me, Luke Swanson batting here. Jacob Riley's final line, we finally got a tally on that. Four innings, only one run on four hits, one walk, and if my count is correct, five Ks, including the last two batters he faced in a one, two, three, fourth inning. Josh Crisell, a 3-0 count here. He's going to throw it right down the middle to Swanson, three and one. Next pitch on the way, swung on and missed, strike two. So Chris, oh no, that was strike three. Lots of confusion, a lot going on here yep. in the top of the fifth. So there's two outs now for Wampler here in the bottom of the fifth. They still trail by five with Luke Monahan coming to bat. He'll take one outside for a ball. 
Monahan batting from the right side. One for two here tonight. Next pitch is bounced to the third baseman. Snyder's made quite a few good plays, but that one was a tough one, and he's not able to make it there. Monahan's going to get a two-out single here, keeping Wampler alive in the fifth for their cleanup hitter, Logan Schubert. Schubert. No batting. Logan Schubert. He's had the best day at the plate for Wampler thus far. Two for two. He's going to swing and miss at a, some cheese there up at the letters. 0-1. Next pitch to Schubert is swung on and missed again. Looked like the same fastball. Schubert unable to handle it. So quickly 0-2 here to Wampler's catcher with Monahan standing over at first. Next pitch, just low for a ball. One ball, two strikes. Working quick. Here comes Cressel's next one. There's a bouncer to short. He's going to stay down on it over to second just in time. I believe that is J.D. Schladney back out there making the play. Six to four gets us through five. Coons leading 6-1. to one. We'll come back for the sixth in a minute. You're listening to the first Federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Last chance for Coons to add to their 6-1 lead here in the top of the sixth. They'll have the 9-1-2 hitters up here against William Sakura, who's done a nice job in relief of Wilhelm Carduck, came back or came in back in the third. Now out there for what will be his third plus inning of work after he gets one out here, I believe. David Hooper is back in. Looks as if so. So it'll be Hooper. Isaiah Allen and Brandon Snyder against Sakura last inning. Had a lot going on. Wampler got the leadoff walk, and, and then O'Malley was picked off, followed by a strikeout, a single, and then a fielder's choice. <laughs> Tough night at the plate for Wampler, but they faced some really good starting pitching from Coons here, or starting pitching from Riley, and then relief pitching from Cursell. Sakura's first pitch here to believe Hooper, maybe it's sour. Either way, he's going to foul that one. Look out down the first baseline, catch and umpire, or coach and umpire, and that is Tate Sauer fouling that one off. So he's got one, one and one here. Went down on strikes his first time up, trying to reach and add some insurance for his team here in the last inning. We're in the playoffs here for CU Kiwanis Little League. This is the 6-3 matchup. Other game going on this evening over at Robeson is the 1-8 matchup between Dodds and Plumbers. Don't have a scoreboard for Little League baseball, sadly, so we'll have to <laughs> check back to see who wins that one on another day as the 2-1 pitch is going to miss here to Sauer. He's got a hitter's count, three balls, one strike. Sakura's Next pitch is going to miss inside as well. So Sauer has got a leadoff walk here to start the sixth. Back to the top of the order we go for Coons with Isaiah Allen coming to bat. Had himself a day at the plate, two for three. Smacked a double his last time up. I believe that was, no, it was not an RBI hit, but it was a very nice hit nonetheless. 
Steps in from the right side. He's going to foul the first one back out of play over our heads. No vehicles Ooh. in the way of harm this time. <laughs> A lot of bat speed out of yes. Allen there on that practice swing. No balls, one strike here to Coons second baseman. Sakura's 0-1. There's a high fly ball to center field, but camping under it and making the catch out there. Looks like number 11, is that O'Malley? That is O'Malley. And O'Malley yep. getting it done on defense. That was a nice hit, but able to squeeze it there for the first out here in the sixth. Here comes Brandon Snyder for his Third official at bat, his fourth plate appearance. He reached on a walk back in the third as well as hit a triple in the first, scoring the first run for his team. He's going to swing and miss at that one. Now batting, Brandon Snyder. Still over at first is Sauer. Bluffs a bunt, pulls back and hacks it. That's going to land right in the right center for a one-out single. Nicely executed by Snyder there. Puts him at first and second with one out. Here comes the now pitcher, Josh Kersell, to bat. See if he can help his own cause, as Riley did with the bat when he was pitching. The first one to Kersell here misses for a ball. Kersell, two for three, pair of RBI singles in the third and fourth innings, respectively. Next pitch on the way to him is going to miss high for a ball, 2-0. Snyder at first, Sauer at second. Coons already with a five-run lead. Looks like Sakura tried for the bender there. Ain't not able to catch any of the plate with that one. So three balls, no strikes. Comes set and the pitch. And that one misses as well. Ball four. Well, we said that Sakura is now in his three-plus innings of work. Wonder if that arm's starting to get a little tired here working in the sixth. Next up is the cleanup hitter, Jacob Riley. As I mentioned, three for three with a RBI single all the way back in, a fir in the first. He scored a pair of runs as well, and we are going to get a pitching change. We'll figure out who's going to take the bump for the final two outs in this one. Coons leads it 6-1. to one. We're in the playoffs for CU Qantas Little League. You're listening to the first federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Luke Swanson takes over on the bump. Bases full of Coons here in the top of the third. That's Joseph Coons Men's Store, the sponsor for the team that is up to bat. They lead by five with Jacob Riley swinging and missing at Swanson's first pitch. Over at third is Sauer, second Snyder, first Cursell. Riley's going to take one, ducking out of the way there. One ball, one strike with one out here in the top of the sixth. Last game we had together was bases full of bacon. When it was bacon <laughs> and ban, ban Busker. Got some. Oh, there's a high fly ball to left field going back on it. And, oh, bounces off of his glove and it's going to land. Here comes Sauer. Here comes Snyder rounding third. He will score. Nice throw, getting it back in, keeping the runners at first and second, but it is a two RBI single for Jacob Riley. Four for four on the day, and Coons now leads it eight to one. Yeah. 
So Cursell makes it over to second there on the single from Riley. First pitch from Swanson to Brownfield flies over Brownfield's head to the backstop. Everybody's going to move up into scoring position now. Second and third with one out to Brownfield, who's one for three here tonight. Had a single in the third inning. He'll take one outside now. Two balls, no strikes. Next one to Brownfield misses high. Three balls, no strikes. Coons really stretching out their lead here in the latter inning. Scored a run apiece in each of the last four. The 3-0 into Brownfield. He was taken all the way for a strike. Three balls, one strike. Brownfield, a big Yadi Molina fan. See that quite often on these info sheets. Got a red belt, and he's going to take one outside for a ball. So they're loaded once again. Here comes Sathias McCary, who's done a fantastic job behind the plate for Coons here tonight at the plate. He hit an RBI double his last time up, one for three on the evening. Steps in from the right side. First pitch to him, swung on and missed. Looking to add the insurance, even more insurance runs here as his team leads by seven. They can smell the semifinals. Next pitch, ooh, ducking out of the way in time is McCary. Here comes the runner from third, and he scores. That's Kersell. Everybody moves up a base 9-1 to one here at First Federal Field. Coons just keeps on keeping on with the runners. Second and third, 1-1 one, one here to McCary. Misses outside, two balls, one strike. Luke Swanson, the third pitcher here for Wampler on the evening. All right-handers we've seen so far. His next one's going to miss outside as well. So three balls, one strike. Scoreboard reads 2-2. Two, two. Might have missed one. We'll see what happens on this one. There it's fouled towards the third base coach. It is now full. Three balls, two strikes, so that last one was the 3-1. Carey knew what he was doing, looking for a pitch to hit. Over at third is Jacob Riley at second. Wyatt Brownfield. See if McCarry can add another RBI on the evening. The full count pitch misses outside. There's another walk. A lot of traffic on the bases here, especially the last couple innings for Coons. We've already got three across this inning. Bases are loaded with one out. Here comes Gabe Shabo for two on the night. High fly ball, but playable on the edge of the infield, and it's going to drop in there for a base hit. Everybody moves up a base, and it's 10-1. to one. Are we going to call an infield fly? Yes. Yes, we did call it, looks like. But because the runners can advance at their own risk, they risked it, they advanced, and the run scores. So it's still 10 to 1. Outs here in the sixth. 
J.D. Schladney represents the ninth batter of the inning for Coons, and he's going to take one right down the middle for a called strike. J.D.'s favorite player is, no surprise, Mike Trout. Oh, yeah. haven't, haven't heard too many Mike Trouts, although he is possibly the greatest baseball player to ever play. And Schladney takes one high for a ball there, two balls, no strikes. I would not argue with it with you on that one. Next pitch to him, swung on and missed, two and one. So it really is fun. I, I, I admit I frequent baseball reference more than most people should, but if you ever go and look at Mike Trout's baseball reference page, it, it really is fun. There's <laughs> a two, two pitch, swung on and missed by Schladney. Swanson able to get out of it, but Coons plates three more. They lead it 10 to one as we head into the final half of the inning. Wampler's got a lot of work to do in this first federal Pella window store Little League matchup on DWS. Wampler tries to keep their CU Kiwanis Little League championship hopes alive as they come to bat here in the bottom of the sixth. Down 10-1 in this 6-3 matchup for the playoffs. You've been listening to the first federal Pella window store Little League matchup with myself, Evan Kahn, and Allie Adams. Coons has really broke out the bats here in the later part of the game. Scored in four straight innings, including the three runs that they just plated in the top half of the inning. Josh Cursell, not a save situation, but he's here to close it out after pitching last inning. He will face the 5-6-7 Wilhelm Carduck. William Sakura and Garen Barker, if anybody reaches Sammy Kang. First one here to Carduck is in there for a called strike. He was our starting pitcher for Wampler. 0-1 count here. Next pitch, there's a breaking ball. Oh, fielded or grounded towards the shortstop, and it looked like the shortstop Schladney was expecting the big hop, and it just caught the grass and skidded into right field as I talk too much with my hands and <laughs> whack my microphone for a leadoff walk for Wampler there. It's what they need if they want to get back in this one. Here comes William Sakura. Like we said earlier, we both talk with our hands. Very animated here. <laughs> First one it oh. sticks right in front of me. I've never seen that happen before. The ball didn't hit anything. It went straight to the backstop, caught between the fence and the padding. So over to second goes card. <laughs> we both jumped on that one. <laughs> that one's foul back to the screen one and one. Took me a couple seconds to breathe there. <laughs> we we have been victim to the, the phantom liner back to us. <laughs> A time or two in this summer calling Siuquanis Little League, but I haven't seen one get that close to us quite yet. Is <laughs> tough at bat by Sakura here. Keeps fouling him off the screen. We'll try it again. One ball, two strikes. For those of you at home, we're sitting at a table right behind home plate, right behind the fence. <laughs> I mean, we are right in the action here at First Federal Field. The one-two pitch from Cursell to Sakura misses outside. Two balls, two strikes, and I can't say it enough. I, I apologize to William's parents if they heard our butchered pronunciation of his name at the beginning of the game. We, we eventually got it down. We did. Our apologies. Sakura's 
put the ball in play both times he's been to bat, but they've resulted in outs and the final out both times. He's got a chance here to drive some in with nobody out in the bottom of the six. Next one misses outside, but Carduck's going to stay put at second base, runs it full here. Three balls, two strikes, the pitch in the dirt for a ball. So there's another uh, a walk, first walk issued, or second walk issued by Cursell, excuse me. They're at first and second. Still nobody out here in the top of the sixth. Winner go home for Wampler here in their final at bat as Barker's going to take one right down the middle for a called strike, 0-1. Next pitch from Cursell, swung on and missed, strike two. Pumping the cheese in there now is Cursell. Barker 0 for two, got a chance for an RBI in this at bat. That one just barely misses outside, one and two. Sakura at second, or Sakura at first, Carduck at second. Next one just misses low. Two balls, two strikes here to Barker, who started in center field, but O'Malley made the play, so he can't possibly be there. Called strike three on the inside corner for the first out. Here comes Sammy Kang. Started out in left field, and... I believe that's where he's been most of the game. He's going to swing and miss at the first pitch, 0-1. Cursell comes set once again. Next pitch, low, evening it up, 1-1. One one. Same runners on base. The next pitch is in there for a called strike. One ball, two strikes. One away. Winner advances to Zahn Park next week in the semifinals. Just barely getting a piece of that one. Does Kang staying alive? One and two. Winner of this game will get the winner of the 2-7 matchup, which takes place here tomorrow night between First Fed and Broren. Russo, the 1-2 pitch in there for a called strike three. Cursell. Allowed the first two guys to reach. Now back-to-back -back K's, and Coons has Wampler on the ropes. One out left in their season. Coons leads 10-1. Here comes Ashton Long for his second at-bat. Left-handed hitter against the right-handed pitching Cursell. That one's going to miss high, 1-0. Comes set for the... 1-0 in there for a called strike, 1-1. One one. Hard to believe that Wampler scored their run all the way back in the first. They've had opportunities all throughout the game, left runners on base in all but one inning, and now it's one ball, two strikes down to their final strike here is Wampler. Just outside. Long not forcing the issue here, taking a couple close pitches. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. The pitch just low. 
believe it's 3-2. Two outs, runners at first and second. Here comes Cressel's pitch outside for a ball. So Wampler stays alive for at least one more batter. Looks like Micah King's going to come in and get his first at bat with runners full of Wamplers. At third is Carduck, Sakura at second, and now Ashton Long reaching for the first time tonight stands at first. Big opportunity here for Micah King to extend this game, driving a couple big runs for his team. First pitch to him, swung on and missed. Good fastball at the top of the zone there from Cursell, 0-1. I wonder if the Kang brothers are twins. They look an awful lot alike. There's a swing and a miss by Micah on that one. So once again, Wampler down to their final strike here in this CU Kiwanis Little League playoff game. Very common to see brothers on teams. The 0-2 pitch, that one's going to miss outside for a ball. Purcell comes hopping up, ready to cover home plate. He doesn't want to allow any more runs to score with his team up nine here in the final frame. Still a chance for Coons. One, two, right down the middle, called strike three, and that's the ball game. Coons advances to the semifinals with a 10 to one win over Wampler here at First Federal Field in this CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup. We'll take our final break. We'll come back. We'll give you a recap and preview next week's semifinals and finals matchups here. You've been listening to the First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. Back to wrap up this CU Kiwanis Little League playoff matchup. The first Federal Pella Window Store Little League here on DWS. Final score, the six-seed Coons over the three-seed Wampler, 10-1. The first inning, each team got a run, and each team was scoreless in the second. We thought it would be a, a very close game, and, and then Coons just kind of broke it open in the third, plating three. They would go on to score in each of the final four frames to take this one 10 to 1. They advance to Zahn Park next Tuesday, I believe. That's the 24th. And they will take on the winner of the 2 7 matchup. That game will be heard here on DWS. Michael Kaiser and Tim Dittman on the call there. But just to wrap this one up, Wampler didn't necessarily make a Many, if if any, mistakes. Uh, Coons just put a lot of balls in play here, and it wasn't the walks that sometimes get them other than that, that tough sixth inning. But other than that, uh, Coons just played really solid defense and, and even better offense being able to find those holes and able to plate the runs, bringing them, bringing them around and, and taking this one to move on to the semis. A lot of it for Coons was about, it was about pitching, it was about Jacob Riley and what he did out there tonight. Both teams hit very well. Both teams got on base, but I think between uh, Jacob Riley's pitching for Coons as well as Coons' defense, which we've seen before this season and we've talked about, there may have been men on base, but people weren't getting home. 
Yeah, Wampler leaves a runner on base, at least one runner on base in five of the six innings, but they're only able to bring around one to score. We saw great pitching from both sides, especially Jacob Riley, the starter for Coons, and it was enough. He, he held them at bay, and his offense broke out, and they were able to secure the 10-1 win. As we said, they'll be back in the hunt for that championship at Zon Park next week. That's it for Ali and myself for this summer. I've had a lot of fun doing these games with you. We've, as you said earlier, we've we've seen every season as far as weather has to offer from <laughs> Illinois in these four weeks of calling games. I've had a lot of fun, and, and we'll see if we, we can come back and do it again next summer. Absolutely. I look forward to doing it with you again next summer. But no matter what, our memories will always live on online at WDWS.com where you can always check out the podcasts of our Little League games. So make sure you go there, you check that out. Maybe you want to listen to it again or maybe send to family and friends all across the world. Feel free to do that at WDWS.com. We'll have this game posted up later tonight. Yep, and that game will be posted online by our own producer, engineer Blake Landa, back in downtown Champaign, running the controls for this one. So we thank Blake for all he does, and we're going to send back to him in downtown Champaign. Final once again here from First Federal Coons 10, Wampler 1. You've been listening to the First Federal and Pella Window Store Little League matchup on DWS. The First Federal Pella Window Store Little League matchup on Newstalk 1400 DWS has been brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank, serving Champaign County since 1908. And by Pella Window Store, proudly supplying Pella windows and doors for the past 50 years to East Central Illinois. A podcast of tonight's game will soon be available at our website, WDWS.com. Your home for the best in local sports coverage is Newstalk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana, a News Gazette media station.